0: Today's going to be a really fun episode because Elisha and I get to relive a sweet memory in our lives, and that is our engagement. So I was 21 and he was 25 when we got engaged. I just had my 21st birthday like a couple weeks before, actually, and it's just a fun story. He totally surprised me. I don't know if I've ever been surprised in my life, aside from that, actually. So, and I didn't think he could pull it off. Like, anyways, we're going to get into the story. I hope you guys enjoy it.
1: Hey. and we're back.
0: We're back and I'm super excited for this episode.
1: This is definitely a fun. I hope it's I think it's going to be a really fun episode. When you brought up the idea of telling our engagement story, it kind of shocked me that we had not already shared the story.
0: Yeah, I think when we told our like love story, we kind of touched over it. Oh, okay. Maybe, okay. but we didn't like Go into detail.
1: Yeah. And th- you got the idea because you were listening to another podcast and they, and they shared their engagement story on it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think we've shared about our, our wedding. We've shared about our wedding night. We've shared, <laughs> we've
0: shared, shared, we've overshared, we've
1: overshared, <laughs> um, um, we actually
0: <laughs> will link in the show notes a couple episodes if you're like, cause those are way back in the archives. Mm. So maybe we could link a couple things like our love story and maybe you know our wedding or something sure something if you guys want to you know the whole right the whole story i love hearing how people meet and how they fall in love and how they stay in love so yes i also wanted to say something because we've been getting a lot that our voices are really quiet in our mics and i don't know why because we we like our mics and i feel like when we listen on the computer it sounds fine to us um but i don't know maybe we'll get some new mics
1: yes well, there's we can actually... like
0: raise the volume on because we can't record any louder than we are right now.
1: That actually brings us to a great thing we could probably say right now, Katie, because okay. there are going to be some new things coming in general. If you listen to last week's podcast, you'll know that Katie and I were very much on the verge of quitting the podcast forever. And that was for a variety of reasons. And we certainly don't want to leave you hanging on where we're at with that. Um also thank you all, like so many of you encouraged us. I know we kinda of, we not kinda of, we totally asked for it. We were like I don't Encourage know, we were us. Yes, we were feeling pretty bummed out. And and so hearing so many kind words and, and words of exhortation and encouragement and wisdom, um, just really meant a lot to Katie and I and I really hope that we're able to get back to a lot of the emails and the comments that so many of you took time to write. We really want to get back to you. Um, so thank you for that quick update on where we're currently at. Uh, you know, we weren't, I, I don't think that wasn't just like a spur of the moment. We're feeling tired. Let's quit the podcast. It had been building for a while in the sense that we had, we had kind of lost a little bit of a vision for the podcast and what the, we didn't know what our trajectory was with the podcast and as I said, circumstantially, our life had become become more complex in the midst of that. And so those were things that had led us to that place of wondering whether or not we should continue. And that's, I mean, saying we're going to quit the podcast is kind of a dramatic thing because in reality, we could just take a break from the podcast, um, kind of regroup, re rethink about our, our vision and our direction for it. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Actually. Yeah.
0: So actually, we got a lot of vision and direction for the podcast over this last week yeah i would say we have prayed a lot about it and we've heard from a lot of people about it and we've talked to a lot of people about it and got a lot of feedback and i am so excited with the direction that we're going to take now that we're a family and we aren't going to unroll that all here but This is what I want you guys to know is even though we are taking a break from the podcast, we are taking a break knowing exactly what we're going to be working on and what direction we're going to be taking now that we're, we're a family. And it's going to be so much more than a podcast when we come back. And I'm just so excited because I think it's going to be a way that we can maintain a real healthy balance in our family, a way that we can protect our family from being so in the public eye and so vulnerable, but also be in a place where we're able to encourage families in Christ and in the gospel and in just the family unit more than we ever have before. Hmm. So I'm just thrilled. We've already have, we've already talked with some people that we're going to be working with. We've already set up appointments to meet with more people and it's going to be this awesome collaborative effort. So we can't wait to come back.
1: Yeah, so like I said, we're taking kind of more or less an indefinite break. I mean, our thought our thought is maybe a month or two, but really the time frame is going to be determined by how quickly we're able to get a lot of these things lined up that we want to have lined up for now that we're a family. Uh that said, we are going to keep our weekly email going out. So our top five Tuesday, which is another way we kind of fill you in on what we're doing on a weekly basis, the, you know, what we're consuming for books and, you know, the podcasts we're listening to and uh, things like that, you know, trips we're going on and funny kids, funny things the kids say. That's our our top five Tuesday. How can people subscribe to that email? I actually don't know.
0: We should put that in the description box if you're watching YouTube or in the show notes. Yeah. If we're watching, um, if you're listening to the podcast and it will also be on our website now that we're a family.com. Yes. And yeah, you guys, I can't tell you enough. Like you need to get on that email if you want to be involved because we're going to be keeping you guys updated with what's going on and when we're coming back and how that's going to look all through there that's going to be like our only mode of communication. Cause I'm like on Instagram so little now. And yeah. it's just, that's, that's going to be where we're communicating with you guys over the next, over the summer. That's right. So,
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I guess I'm that's excited. me too. I'm really excited. So, you know, I guess to summarize what we're doing with the podcast, we're taking a break right now. So this episode will be the last for, for, for a while for, we don't know how long we're going to be re, um, Formatting, maybe even rebranding, who knows we we're gonna be doing some things with now that we're family and making it uh, I'm not gonna to share too much about it, but yeah, we're gonna yeah. be we're gonna be doing some things uh while we're not doing the podcast so that we can come back better than ever, stronger than ever.
0: <laughs> well, what's funny is this what we're undertaking right now is a kind of a pipe dream. It was almost like this. For me, I thought, oh well, maybe like when our kids are gone, or maybe in twenty years. You yeah. know, it was kind of the light, a life dream, and I think Elisha and I both were like, well, I think actually now's the time. Yes. So, yeah.
1: so we're going for it. Yeah. Anyways, so that's an update for anybody that what cared, anybody that <laughs> yeah. wanted to hear. And the reason an why
0: we aren't giving a deadline is because of the nature of our life, like we just need to be able to do this in our own time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be very involved. Elisha's going to be doing the most of it by himself, along with running <laughs> what provides for us yeah. other businesses. So we can't have this like clear deadline because that's what we're trying to get away from right now is the need to do things. Um, right. At, in certain timeframes. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So yeah, there's that our engagement story.
0: Okay. So gotta like, Go back.
1: Are we going to talk about just the engagement story or are we going to talk about our dating at all?
0: I think we should probably just do the engagement okay. on here.
1: Okay. Because we've talked about our, our date because we dated like two different times. I think a lot of We're people know dating. that. We're still so, dating. Oh yeah. So prior to getting engaged, we, tr- we had to go at our relationship two different times. Um, it worked the second time, which is, the that's the time that you want it to work out on the second time. <laughs> it's true. The last time. You want the last one, the last one to work. Um, and so we'll go straight into the engagement.
0: Yeah, so maybe I'll tell him where I was at. Great. So right before this, we've mentioned this kind of rocky time in our relationship where we thought literally Elisha and I kissed, and that's kind of what set everything in motion.
1: Yeah. It, it wasn't it, like a fairy tale kiss. No, no. It was like
0: yeah. that it didn't send happily ever after into motion.
1: Yeah, the the problem was Katie and I th- our dating was rocky for sure mm-hmm. and it was yeah th- it was t- tumultuous on numerous levels between her and I, between me and her father, I think between you and your parents mm-hmm. um family was involved and there was a lot of um yeah. I think
0: I had cousins calling me up and giving me opinions on right. what I should yeah, do. Yeah, my siblings like had very mega stronger, family yes. opinion.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so And, and I'm more of a people pleaser. I think that I strive to be more of a people pleaser and Katie does Katie pleases people all the time for sure. She is a people pleaser, but I don't think at that point you were as like motivated to make all parties happy. Were you? I think you were, you were
0: causing a lot of trouble that second time.
1: Sure. I think I had a little bit more of a chip on my shoulder the second time.
0: You did. I was like, I know that I would vouch for you being like the peacemaker Mm -hmm. in general, but that second time you were just doing whatever you wanted.
1: Yes. Uh, That's true. I was causing some, I don't know. I was causing some feathers to be ruffled.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we did a lot of things wrong, but that said, uh, we... I convinced Elisha to kiss me for a lot of different reasons. I'd waited like my whole life for him to kiss me. I thought we were going to break up, which is a very bad reason to kiss someone. And I thought we were going to have to break up. Yeah. My mom had told me that day, and I love my parents, and I think she was right that Elisha wasn't bringing out the best in me. I wasn't bringing out the best in him when Mm. we were dating. Everyone around us saw that, and it stressed them out. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that they had their opinions. And my mom told me that day, I, Katie, like, I'm sorry. I just do not think Elisha's the person for you. And at this point I'm wanting to get engaged. So that's where Elisha and I are at. Like we want to get married. Yeah. So when she said that, I was like, are we literally going back to square one? And so I just kind of threw the towel in and was like, what the heck? I've never kissed any guy. I've wanted Elisha to kiss me since I was eight. Like just kiss me.
1: Yeah. So we went, yeah, we went to Ralph's down in. Where were you guys at at that time? We were, you guys were in San Clemente, yeah. California, and we ran we ran to the grocery store called Ralph's um, to get ice. we we needed groceries for the house. It was yeah. like getting milk or what a cereal or something for the next day, and that's that's when you like he was can, down visiting my yes, family and I. Yes, you, Katie and her family were down in California, and I was down visiting, and yeah, you were like kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, and
0: we don't have to go into detail. Oh, <laughs> we're not
1: going to break it down like a total play-by-play. Um, and so, yeah, we kissed there at Ralph's in the parking lot. Um, and that was awesome.
0: It was <laughs> awesome. I do, you know, if my father's listening to this, I my one regret is that it was not respectful.
1: Oh, this was...
0: Of my father. No. And I do regret that to to this day, honestly, um, (laughs) as much as I don't regret Elisha's in my relationship and we kind of, you know, we joke about this moment. It was, it was monumental for us, I think, but at the same time it was heartbreaking, um, just to disappoint my parents. And And the reason she said
1: disappointment in it, it's not because they had, um, like an arbitrary standard of, of like purity that they wanted you to go into marriage with. Certainly they wanted you to have, you know, maintain mm-hmm. sexual purity and, and things like that. But these were specific things that I had, uh, basically promised Katie's father. We wouldn't do, you know, I told her, you know, I said that we wouldn't kiss, um, during until, our, we're in, until we were engaged or something. or something. And I, and, um, and he was like, great. I want to trust you. I'm going to hold you to that. And so these were very specific things that we were going against Katie's, what we had committed to doing with Katie's parents. We broke, we broke our commitment to to them. We
0: broke trust there and Mm -hmm. respect. And I think that it was something too that, yeah, it was hurtful and I regret hurting uh, my father. It was honestly the lowest point in my life as far as, um, just like having a relationship with the Lord, having a relationship with my parents, it was just, I was just kind of out for myself at that point, And what I wanted was Elisha. Mm-hmm. And that was based on a whole list of criteria. um, Not just how good he looked. Not just the, not not just just the so six-pack <laughs> yeah. Um, That was like the initial motivator. But I, I had my head screwed on in that I knew marriage was for life. And I wanted a man who I wanted to raise my children and um, honor the Lord and lead our family. But that said, in this moment I was making decisions that were not what I would want for my daughter or that I am grateful for looking back. So anyways. Yeah. Just I mean, it was straight
1: that. up even though I made that joke, like, oh that was awesome, you know? It was straight up like making a decision purely for the moment. I mean, it's yeah. like how it's like how everybody falls into sin. Is it's just your you're just making a decision for how you feel in that moment and yeah. what you want in that moment. And you're not taking into account, you know, your integrity before the Lord, before other people that you've made a commitment to. You're not thinking long-term down the road. And so in re- we, like, I don't know, it's one of those things where it's like, do we regret that? Uh, in, like,
0: in, uh. What is like you, I, by I re- principle? Yes. Yes. But like, it was I, still like, for whatever reason, it's still a special moment. Yeah. For because us we got
1: married and in because, our relationship, like, oh, that was our first kiss. We still like look back on that with fondness. Yes. So,
0: so anyways, that said, we weren't at a great place. I do regret, um, it kind of like doing that when we had told my parents,
1: yep. we wouldn't. Yes.
0: And so then what happened? Uh,
1: so then I think your dad called, I went back to uh, Oregon to bend. And the way I remember it is that your dad called me and we were just kind of catching up and we knew that our relationship was on the rocks at this point. Your dad and I had talked about your dad wasn't really convinced when I was down there in California. And he told me that he said, you know, I just really don't think you guys would make each other very happy. And so he called me when I was back up in Oregon, just to kind of check in and wanted and ask how I was feeling about the relationship, what type of timeline I wanted, if it was going to, you know, go forward and it was going to progress. And he asked me very point blank. He said, and have you, have you kissed Katie? Or have you, you know, have you been upholding all, you know, the commitment that you made to me and the physical boundaries that you've put in place? And I, and I lied to him directly. That was not good at all. <laughs> I at mean, like, like we're like, smiling, but up, this is so embarrassing it and is, sad. Is. I can't so believe sad. this. I said, I said, yeah, you know, totally. Um, and so then we, he hung up. We
0: then, knew that if he knew this was going to be a big deal.
1: Oh, I mean it's like the reason people lie ever. It's because you're trying to get out of the dog. It was Like yeah. you're like, it's like I don't want the truth to get out about this. And so there's no way to justify lying. We probably shouldn't like, have
0: started at our first kiss cuz this is a very controversial thing. Anyways, I don't uh, know. I brought that up first. Yeah. But I guess we kissed the last week in January. And this was like our relationship was either like it's over because We couldn't convince my parents we were good for each other in the long term and we wanted to get married and we're like this is really going to convince them it's a bad idea but i wasn't going to get married without my parents blessing Hmm. so that's kind of where we were at
1: yeah i i called your dad back the same day because of the guilt and just like because of the guilt i was like what am i doing i just lied to this man's i mean not to his face because it wasn't in person but i lied to him directly over the phone. And if I want to have his respect, if I want there to ever be a, a healthy relationship between him and I and a father-in-law, you know, son-in-law relationship, we, I've got to tell him the truth. <laughs> so I called him back and I told him that I lied. I told him that we kissed and he was bummed out. He was disappointed. And he basically said, okay, he didn't really say anything on that call. He just said, oh, okay. And he said, well, I'm just going to have to like, think about this, you know, and he hung up and I was like, oh, man, this is not good. We're never going to be able to, like, be in the same room together. We're going to be, you know, forbidden to be together. And yeah. that was kind of true, I think. That's kind well, of, like, where we were at there.
0: Yeah, in that moment, Elisha had called me before he was going to call my dad. And, sorry, I have a hair in my eye. Um, anyways, he had called me before he called my dad and was like, "I'm gonna, I'm going to tell your dad. And I was like, yeah, you should. Like, I've never point blank lied to my parents and at this point Elisha and I were committed enough to each other that we wanted we wanted to get married regardless of how long it took and right. we wanted to have good family relationships no matter how long it took and so this was the first time in my life where I felt like Elisha was going to wait for me hmm and because up until this point, I kind of felt like Elisha's 25. He's told me a million times he really wants to get married. And I just feel like if I'm not it, if we break up right now and he has to wait for six months or whatever, he's just going to get married.
1: Man, that's pr- <laughs> that's probably true. That's not true. Come it on. True. It's you not know, true. It's true. I, it's, pr- it's true that you felt that way. And I feel bad that you felt that way. And You'd I'm saying things <laughs> <laughs> along <laughs> those lines. I regret that that, that it, took, it took it coming to that dramatic moment for you to feel like I would wait for you.
0: Well, that's the first time you told me you would wait for me. Uh, well, that I makes guess. sense then that you felt that way. <laughs> yeah. I <Alex> like, <laughs> was like, Katie, no matter what happens, like, cause we played through all the scenarios of, you know, what could happen if, if I would have to move out, you know, all these things. And I was like, it's going to be so hard to prove to my parents that we're yeah. worth it if I'm out of the house and I'm the oldest of all the kids. And I wanted to set a good example for my younger siblings. I love my parents, you know, mm. and they love me and I wanted this healthy relationship. Yeah. So anyways, we kind of walked through all our options and Elisha was like, you know what? Like if you stay living with your family and if we have to totally break up and we can't talk or we can't date or whatever, I'm going to totally wait for you however long it takes. Yeah. And I was like,
1: really? Yeah.
0: I still am so happy you said that.
1: Yeah, I meant it as best as I can remember. So yeah, I know I, I, know I meant it. Uh, so yeah, that, like you said, that was the end of January or beginning of February, right around that time mm-hmm. when I told you, when I confessed to your dad and he kind of went silent, just trying to figure out how he wanted to proceed. I think wanted us to proceed. And I was like, okay, like it's over. This is, or it's over for now. Like this is, this is going to be very, this is not good. And the next time your dad called me. Well. Go ahead. Did I miss something?
0: Well, just a second. Just one more thing. Okay. My dad, when he says silent, my dad doesn't go silent. Like I was used to, if my dad was mad, he would get mad. Hmm. He's like a verbal communicator. He's a lot more like me that way. So he didn't talk to me for like two days and that freaked me out because I just never had that with my Mm -hmm. dad before. And he was trying to process and not do something that he regretted if Elisha was going to be in our family. And. I I didn't know this at the time, but my dad called my grandparents. He called my uncle who was one of Elisha's best friends. He called, I don't know, a few people and was just trying to get counsel for like, what do I do in this situation? Hmm. And so I didn't know where my dad was at when he called Elisha. Wow. I thought he was going to call Elisha and say, you're not getting anywhere near my daughter.
1: Hmm.
0: If Katie wants to move out, that's fine. But if she's living here at home, you guys can't date.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I was expecting to. I was expecting to call a call that was basically telling me to take a hike, you know, and that I, I blew my chance at having his trust or, or respect and, um, and straight up, I, that's what I deserved. You know, that's, th- that would have been totally justified. And so that's why I was expecting it. Cause I know that's, like I said, I had it coming. Uh, but instead your dad called me. And he said, you know, Elisha, like, I, you know, I was hurt. I was disappointed that you deceived me, that you went against your word. Um, But when I consider who I actually think of you as a man, you know, I trust you with my daughter as far as being faithful to her, being, I do think you want to be a godly husband and a godly father when I think of you raising my future grandchildren he said he fe- he felt like he could trust me, you know, with all of his children. You know, he could leave the house and trust me with all of his children, and and know that I was going to be a man of of good character in those situations. Um, and he goes, and when I think when I think that all through, he goes, I don't know why I would keep you from marrying my daughter if that's what she wants and that's what you want. And so this was just blowing me away because like, what is he saying right now? Um, and he goes, so so do you want to marry my daughter? And I go, yeah, I want to marry your daughter. And he goes, okay, well, I think you should probably try to find a time to propose as soon as possible then. And this just was tripping me out because this was the last thing I was expecting to hear from him. And he, it went from him, me expecting him to tell me to take a hike. And I'd probably have to spend like years regaining trust and respect and a way back to, to, to Katie. But instead he was like, can you get here tomorrow? To propose. That's I think literally what he said. He's like, Well, so do you think you could get here tomorrow or this weekend? Like, we should probably make this happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyone who knows my dad knows uh this is just how he operates, you know? He's so full steam ahead, and I love that about him. And Elisha and I have some of those tendencies together as yeah. a married couple too. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but anyways, it was it was kind of it was crazy so i was like staying up till i don't know how late just like sweating bullets waiting to hear what was going to happen on this phone call and elisha gets off the phone and calls me and is like you'll never guess what your dad said he said he'd be honored to have me as a son-in-law yeah he said and that. i was just he said those like words. what yeah and this is just so much i had so much respect for my dad because obviously we had hurt him mm. we had lied to him we disrespected him. Yeah. He had every right. He had every right to be upset. And yes. I want you guys to not get hung up on. It was a kiss or it wasn't a kiss. It was, um, disrespecting him and yeah, breaking just trust. The principle. Yes. It wasn't that we kissed or that we hadn't kissed. You know, if Elisha had told him, I would like to kiss your daughter, then that would have been a different discussion. Yeah, exactly. Cause we were both adults at the time or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was going against a, a like my word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And so yippee skippy twang to me for, really forcing that. <laughs> I uh, feel like so dumb, you know, cause
1: I, I could have jumped out of the car.
0: I think, that. yeah, whatever. Okay. So
1: <laughs> I could have kicked you out of the car for that matter. Yeah. He could have. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, anyways. And so then, yeah, it was funny. My dad, one of the things he asked me, was like, well, can you trust Elisha after this? And I was like, thinking in my head, like, if you knew how hard, how long it took me to convince him to kiss me. Yeah. I trust him. <laughs> I think if it had been any other woman, he would have just, you know, gotten out of the car or not been in that situation because yeah. it took a lot for me to convince him. Yeah. Anyways, I just had a lot of respect for my dad because he, he took, he was really the hum- big picture yes. view of our lives and he didn't, I don't know.
1: Yeah. We do that so often as, as humans and the, we, we do that the wrong way. We don't do what your father did and we let a petty being wronged in a, in what in the big picture you could say maybe that's a it's petty or maybe it's I mean it's not as, it's as petty as you want it to be you yeah, know it could be serious, but... it 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 wouldn't have been petty for your dad to be hurt but when he looked at the big picture of life he said I'm not going to let this thing be this hold up in in what I want this relationship to be I think... and I learned a lot from that and just being like what is the end goal here for our relationship for other relationships and even when you feel like you are so just you know you have so much justification. And having resentment or holding out on people or keeping back any kindness or goodness. Um, keeping that big picture in mind.
0: Yeah, he had every right Mm -hmm. because it was a personal
1: He was wrong personally. He was wrong personally. Yeah.
0: So anyway, so that kind of like was like, oh my goodness, so exciting. Hmm. Right. And Elijah and I were like tripping out like what we can get married. Yeah. Um yeah, because we just, I don't know. I never really saw that working out. I don't know how it even happened. So I was stoked. He was stoked. Uh, my sister, Kyla, hated me for it. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, I put her through so much. Kyla was like the perfect daughter. I don't know. My parents loved us both. But um, Kyla definitely had a very good sense of principle. And she was just, I think, very ashamed of me. <laughs> wow. And how I was acting at this Whoa. time. Don't you think? She had every right to be, too.
1: She I loved you her. for sure. And
0: uh, anyways, I feel like I just need to owe oh, my whole family apology through this. I thought it was going to be such a fun time. And I'm like, oh man, I did not like myself during this. Season. Well, what was
1: cool? So your dad called, we, your dad and I had this conversation in early February. And because of the nature of my work and what you guys were doing down in California, we, I wasn't really able to figure out a time to come down and propose until like 10 days later, I think, because I think was the date, the... 15th or the 16th. Sorry. This is embarrassing. Whoa. Oh, busted. No,
0: you know yeah. the date, you know,
1: February day. 16th. Yes. Yes. February 16th was the day I proposed. And so I think your dad and I were on the phone like February 3rd or 4th or something. And so it was almost two weeks later and you knew that I had the green light to propose. I, you know, obviously I knew I had the green light to propose. You were even like starting to look at wedding dresses and stuff with your sisters and...
0: I wasn't. This is the thing. I felt like my parents really were like... I I was looking at them like online. But I feel like all girls look at dresses online. I hadn't gone like wedding dress shopping. I'd been looking at wedding dresses since we got... Since before we were dating. I
1: I didn't realize that. Okay.
0: Okay. But like all girls, I thought, oh, February 14th is coming up. He's probably going to propose on Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah. Which would have been a great idea.
0: Yeah. So... I, again, but it would have been I've been never been surprised it would
1: have been predictable and Katie totally has this thing where she's proud of the fact that nobody can ever surprise her. So I did want to surprise her with this thing and it was going to be difficult to because she knew that I'd gotten the green light. She knew that your her dad was like kind of like wanting pushing it forward. He's like as soon as possible. And so you like it also I was in Bend, Oregon and you were down in Southern California. So it was going to be kind of hard for me to get down there in this subtle way or you to be up, you know, in Oregon in this subtle way and be like, Oh, you know, I wonder why he's coming to California. And so anyways, I was like, this is going to be a challenge. Valentine's day came and went and And I didn't show up. He
0: didn't propose. And this whole time I'm like asking him all these questions about where he is, what he's going to be doing. I was nosy anyways and clinging annoying I was like the most annoying girlfriend <laughs> no way are I was. me
1: not not even true
0: so i know i knew where elisha worked we were talking every single day and all throughout the day i knew who his friends were what he was doing i knew um he was going to take this real estate test so he was studying for that and i just i was cross-checking all of his answers trying to see when could he possibly come down hmm to propose. Yeah. Because he basically had all these commitments booked out and I was right. like, okay, like maybe he's just like this is all just not true and he's going to come down on on
1: Valentine's. Valentine's it right. surprised
0: me but then Valentine's came and went and I was like he was serious. He has all these commitments.
1: Yes. And I
0: I'm telling you, I cannot believe all the information like all the times we talked and how everything was so it all all the lies work together. Basically, it probably should have terrified me. Yeah. because <laughs> like I'm marrying this chronic liar.
1: Well, cause I think I told you that I, I think it was a Thursday that I proposed on or Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm, and I, and I told you that my test was Thursday morning. My real estate test was Thursday morning. And I was like, that's great. Now it'll there's you know, the last thing she'll expect is for me to show up on Thursday, you know, to propose. And I think, yeah, I think I was, I told her that I was working all week at the restaurant and instead, I hopped in my car with my sister, Lilia, who was Katie's best friend, and, yeah. uh, a couple of my brothers
0: and Rachel Kelba
1: and a friend, another friend. That's right. And we drove from Bend to San Clemente, which wasn't a short drive. That's like like 12 hours or something. I think like that. I don't know.
0: I think it's about uh, like 17 hours,
1: 17. Wow. OK, so we drove through the night. We left on Wednesday evening and drove through the night which I was pumped and like adrenaline was pumped, and That's the other thing too, is I had to get uh, an engagement ring and that was actually thrown off the time too, because the engagement ring I wanted, they had to adjust it or do something. And so they gave me a loaner to go propose with.
0: They gave him a promise ring.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I was like, okay, this will, this will work for now. And we headed down and drove through the night.
0: And this is the funny thing. I called Elisha while he was in the car driving down to see me and I didn't know he was in the car. He said he was coming home from work and he worked really late at night. So I thought, Oh, that totally makes sense. And it was so funny talking to Lilia later, my friend, cause she was just like, Yeah, we were like listening to your whole conversation and I couldn't figure out why Elisha was so short with me on the phone and he just wanted to get off the phone. Mm. This had happened other times when he was like hanging out with his friends and stuff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's always just like, Uh.
0: get off the phone. And it had been like a contentious spot in our relationship. And so it was so funny. I just thought it was like one of those things and I was like kind of annoyed about it. So the next day I was going wedding dress shopping right? The day after this phone call. that's right. And I told my parents, I was freaking out because I wanted to plan a wedding, but I was like, I can't plan a wedding until I'm engaged. And this is like a week and a half or almost two weeks after we got the green light. So I'm like, I just, you know, and Elisha still didn't show any signs of proposing anytime soon. It seemed like he was in no rush. I feel like this is always how the girl feels when she wants to get married. (laughs) (laughs) And so then, um, Yes. My mom and sisters were like, okay, we're down in California. We keep mentioning that we're down in California. My family would go down to St. Clemente for like six weeks every winter. So we lived up in Oregon, but it's like freezing cold and snowy in Oregon. So we're about to go back home to Oregon. And my mom was like, all the cool wedding dress shops are down here in LA we should just get your wedding dress while we're down here. Like there's a lot more options. And I was like, I don't want to go wedding dress shopping before I'm engaged. Now my parents had been talking to Elisha, so they knew I was going to get proposed to, but I just, for all I knew, it was going to be another month or two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing you wanted was to like be this, I didn't
0: want to be this presumptuous bride. Like, and I, I still kind of, yeah, I always, when we went into these shops that day, I was like so embarrassed when people were like, okay, so like, when's the date?" And I was like, I don't know. Like I'm thinking this summer, but I'm not engaged yet. And yeah. like, I just <laughs> felt like so dumb.
1: That's, that's pretty funny. But what was nice was that since my sister and Rachel Kaobal were with me in the road trip, Lilia texted you and asked where you were wedding dress shopping or some, one of your sisters texted Lolia, my sister and told her where you guys are wedding dress shopping. And they surprised you there at the wedding dress store.
0: This was the biggest surprise of my whole life until the engagement is I come out of the dressing room in a wedding dress and my two best friends are there with my sisters. And I just like freaked out because again, they both lived like, I don't know, Lilia lived
1: even further away, even further
0: away, like, I don't know, 18 hours, a long time. And I just was like, mind blown. Like, how did you guys get here? How did you know? It was so, so awesome.
1: Yeah. And I assumed since I dropped them off at the wedding dress uh, store and then left them there, I assumed that that was going to kind of be the tell. And you're like, okay, you're going to, she's going to start putting it together now that they're down here for the proposal. And that, that that I've got this all planned, but you didn't even put that together because no, they just they told said you, they
0: flew down to surprise me
1: Yeah, and so you just thought it was my sister and, and your friend rachel Um, and you were and that was a surprise. So you're like wow, what a surprise. I Ooh, never get mind. surprised You guys are so tricky and you surprised me Um, meanwhile, I went to the beach which is near where your guys's house was and Kind of started setting up the whole proposal with like rose petals and um What else did we have? I thought was pretty much it. I just like bought a bunch of roses and rose petals. And then, um, we'll we'll
0: tell, we'll tell them the other part later.
1: Okay.
0: So anyways, I buy my dress that day. And so it was like the fourth dress I tried on. I loved it. We bought it, uh, really praying Elisha proposes. (laughs) And this whole time I'm texting Elisha, like you wouldn't believe it. Lillian Rachel showed up and like, I don't know, I'm freaking out. I go, my mom's like, it's a fun girl's day. Let's all go get our nails done. I'll pay for Katie to get our nails done. Okay. That's so good. Cause you know, you want your nails done when you get proposed to, and yeah, you're taking these taking pictures ring pictures and, and yeah. your future husband's looking at your hands and you don't want him to like second guess this decision. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So it's, it's funny. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So I get my nails done. It's so fun. And the, Kyla's like freaking out about getting back for the sunset. She's like, we have to get back for the sunset. Like, we need to leave. And I'm like, let's go get ice cream. Let's go hang out. Like, we're at this fun area, like, outdoor mall down in Southern California. And Kyla loves sunsets. She, in general, would freak out about the sunset on the beach. So I was like, Kyla, you see the sunset every single night. Chill out. Let's just have a good time. But Kyla had a major itch to get back to see the sunset. So I was kind of, like, annoyed at Kai. Mm heading back to the beach um, but we, we were all in a rush to get to see the sunset so we all go flying home the girls go running inside and my mom told me she goes make sure you get dressed cute before we went wedding dress shopping she said make sure you get dressed cute because you want to look good when you're trying on dresses and then you'll know better like whether you like them or not hmm. but the reason why she said that was because often I go shopping just looking like a mess I don't know <laughs> and she wanted me to look good for engagement pictures. But this is what I was so annoyed about is everyone's headed down to the beach. We are walking down to the beach and I was like, I'm going to run back and grab a jacket. So I run back and I get on this, I'm in a cute dress. Like my hair is cute. I run back and I get this giant flannel like men's your dad, yes, overcoat. Your
1: dad's thing. huge jacket. Like
0: yeah. huge. No one says that's a bad idea. Like no one. So in all our engagement pictures, I just look like a giant, I kind of look like a bum, like a lady, like a homeless lady, because I just had this giant jacket that's like engulfing me anyways. And I'm like far away and humped over and yeah.
1: Anyways, they go on, they go on a walk to go watch the sunset at the beach. And I had set up down there like this trail of rose petals from where the trail ends at the beach, you know, and I, and I had it go towards the water and I had gone out into the water. I swam out. Um, it was really easy to get past. It was like a, like a shore break. It was breaking on the shore. So it was easy just to get past the, the break and just kind of tread water. Not that far offshore, you know, maybe like 25 yards or something, um, off of shore and which, but it was cold. I mean, it's Southern California, but it's February. It's definitely and like with the Pacific ocean it's definitely like wetsuits recommended for sure for this time of year. And I was cold out there, but I didn't want them to like see me go out into the water. I wanted to be there when they came down. So I went probably a little earlier than what I needed to, uh, to get in the water and I was treading water, keeping my eyes on the trail where they were going to come out. And they came out, they saw the roses just as I had hoped they would. And they started following the roses. And what what were you thinking at this point?
0: So this is the funny thing. I still no clue. I'm texting Elisha like as we're, walk, as we're coming home, as I'm grabbing my coat, as I'm coming down to the beach. Um, yeah, I'm just like texting him about everything. And so we get down to the beach and I like look up from my phone. Elisha hasn't texted me back for a few minutes and like he's in the water. But I don't know this. I see all the rose petals. And this is how clueless I am, you guys. I go, Oh my goodness, someone's getting proposed to. And I just thought we're going to stumble upon someone's proposal. How fun is this? Never dawned on me that it was my proposal.
1: So Kate, you're like, let's follow the trail. So you follow the trail of Rose. All
0: my sisters and mom like drop back behind me and stop walking. And I'm just like, let's follow this and see where it goes.
1: And then I like see Katie come down to the, come down to the beach, closer to the water. And then I like yell your name. I'm like, Katie Johnson. Is that you? from the oh, from the my water word.
0: and so elisha you guys he's like um i don't know like the prince and little mermaid or something
1: what i i can't picture that prince.
0: yeah well i don't know i don't like that Disney movie. does
1: he have a does he have dark hair or yeah
0: he was my favorite prince
1: oh good okay you he can, was you can he keep has on. hair like yours we'll keep going then
0: okay and then um he has on like slacks like these blue sacks and this white Button down collared shirt, like soaking wet. That's it was like kind was. of
1: scandalous, honestly, in hindsight, but I don't regret doing it. So, <laughs>
0: so you like comes walking out of this water like this, like hot shipwrecked prince.
1: Yeah, I wanted to be like, I wanted to look like I had swam across the ocean, you know, <laughs> to find you.
0: And I was just like, my brain is just like shorting out, like, what is going on? You cannot be here. Like Elisha cannot be here. He's back home. He is at work. Like it was blowing my mind. It still blows my mind how you pulled that off.
1: Yeah, It was just me too. So that went really well. Shot. So I, I walk up to Katie and uh, I get you know get down on my knee and I pull the engagement ring out. He
0: pulls a trash bag out. Well,
1: I had I was stressed out that I would lose the ring while I was in the water, and so I had it like in the ring case. And then it was in my pocket. I was like, man, this could fall out so easily. So I went and grabbed a, like a grocery sack and I, I put it in the grocery sack, tied the grocery sack to my belt loop and then put the grocery sack in my pocket. It felt like more security. I don't know if it was or not. It just felt more secure. So that, that was a little bit of a bottleneck in the whole proposal because I had to pull it, like rip the garbage or the grocery sack open and then take the ring out. But it's still had the effect that i was wanting
0: it didn't take long at all in my brain because i was just like processing like oh my word like this is my proposal i'm getting proposed to here and then he pulled out this ring that we had gone ring shopping like three weeks after we started dating the second time so i actually had picked out the ring that i'm wearing or a very similar uh, band and everything i was like very particular i wasn't someone who wanted my husband just to show up with a ring. Cause I was like, if I have to wear this my whole life, Hmm. I want to like it. And so he pulled out this totally different ring than what we talked about. And I didn't care. I was just stoked to be engaged. I just thought this is so random. Like, okay, I guess he went with this ring. (laughs) And he told me later, Oh, this is like a practice ring or whatever. But I was like too happy at that point to care what the ring looked like. And yeah. So then at this point, your
1: family, your sisters had like left the beach. They gave us our moment. They all left. Went back up to the house. We had friends, Stacey and Michael, there that took photos, which was yes. really fun. So they came to and them. took photos. Um, and then, so then you and I were just down at the beach by ourselves. And then we walked back up to the house that you guys were staying in. And everybody had left, I think. They had gone. Yeah. But you wanted, oh, but I wanted to get dry clothes on. That's what it was. Yeah. I was like, I want to change. And when we went up to the house, and I was like, well, everybody probably is down at the beach somewhere. I'm going to change and we'll go meet them. And so I changed and we go back down to the beach and start walking, I guess, just north towards the pier, basically from where your house was. And, um, we are, you know, we are stoked holding our, holding hands, talking about when we should get married and all that stuff. We are
0: kissing at this point because we could kiss. Yes, that was nice. (laughs) And
1: then, um, we, meantime, Katie's father had gone and set up this huge, like party. He had strung tons of lights from like palm trees and that he were attached to the pier stuff. and yes. And so it was like a quarter mile from where your house was. And he just, he like brought a, a multiple grills out and had a ton of food and just brought went a all generator out. Yeah. Brought a generator down, had music going and it had gotten dark at this point. So all the, like the hanging lights looked awesome. And Katie, And her family are originally from Southern California. So they have a lot of friends and family down there. And so there was this, he had invited a bunch of family and friends and there was a straight up, it was a big party. There were so
0: many people, like some of my cousins came from three hours away. Like Juliet came, April came, you guys. um, I know some of you listen to the podcast and I just want to thank you. (laughs) Not for listening to the podcast. That's cool. If you listen to that too, but for coming to our engagement.
1: Yes. And And that, so that was the final surprise because Katie and I were just walking With no agenda, I was like, well, maybe your family went down to the pier, you know. Yeah, I could care less where we were going. I was so happy. And we walked right into our party with, like, the music blasting, everybody saying congratulations.
0: And it just meant so much to me, too, because just two weeks ago, I had been in the worst place I'd ever been, like, with my parents. And I'd... And so having my dad put on this huge party, yes. it like makes me emotional. Like this is so my dad, he's just so above and beyond and loving. And it was just like the moment that we all knew Elisha was going to be in the family. I had my family's full support. Yeah, um, My sisters, my mom, anyone, my grandparents, cousins, anyone who had expressed concern before was like, If this is what you guys want, then now we're backing you all the way, like have an incredible marriage and we're going to do whatever we can to ensure you guys have an incredible marriage. And it was just so cool feeling like we're going into marriage with the support system. Anyways, I'm so emotional. I'm just so thankful for, well, it was
1: powerful. I was emotional at the time too, because of, like you said, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being extra scrutinizing when somebody's dating, I mean, that's when you need to be doing that. There needs to be this vetting process and you want to hear the input from your parents and, you know, from family members, especially if they're godly and they've got your best interest in mind and they've got, you know, a godly perspective on life. Um, and they, and you know that they want you to have a healthy marriage. They just don't want you to be like happy during a dating relationship. They want you to have somebody that you can raise your children with and a way that's honoring to the Lord and, and continue on this Christian legacy. Um, and so it's like, I respect family members for vetting a you know a suitor when they're dating. But then on the flip side, it's so powerful when those people say, This is how much we respect and honor and 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 value marriage. Once you've made that decision to get married and you're gonna get married, we're gonna support you a hundred percent of of the way. You know, like we're just gonna be a hundred percent on your team. We're your advocates, we're your allies in this journey. And so we felt that shift dramatically on that night where people are like, man, marriage is a blessing. It's a gift we want to be a support role in this
0: yeah and so anyways that blew me away again. like three surprises I just I don't think I've been surprised since and it was just <laughs> incredible um well this is yeah Elisha loves to tell me his surprises and that's why I didn't think <laughs> that you could keep a surprise because you would like uh... plan things before and then you tell me because you get too excited yeah
1: I still do that yeah you yeah.
0: do so I love it um but that this was just mind-blowing and I'll yeah. never forget it so there oh. we go, man.
1: That was a pretty long e- episode. We should wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, we should. I mean, but I mean, it's all right that we had a long episode because, like I said at the beginning, we're taking a break after this episode, so you've got an extra long episode to uh, get you ready for this break.
0: Yeah, and just know, like, yeah, we're so excited about the future. Yes, and thank you guys for being a part of the of the process. Yes,
1: hope to talk to you. I mean, yeah, if you don't, if you aren't subscribed to our email, go subscribe to the Top Five Tuesday email yeah. over at NowThatWe'reFamily I'll link in the in the show notes or in the comments whatever in the description
0: whatever just look Um, down on whatever you're at
1: go subscribe and that's a great way to stay in touch with us follow along and then we'll let you know when the podcast is coming back talk soon folks bye-bye
0: bye